quit crying. Good morning, friends. Happy Sunday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Southern Bells. Today is officially Sunday. I can't believe it's Sunday. It doesn't feel like Sunday. Um, this week flew by for me. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, as I promised, still feel like it's last our, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we're diving into the book "I'm That Girl" by authors Pearl Barrett and Serena Alston, the Trim Healthy Mamas, the mm-hmm. um, co-founders of that. Like they, um, they're amazing. I'm just gonna put that out there. Like you have mentioned it, I have mentioned it. You can take anything that they've published or anything that they put on social media or in their podcast and expect goodness because Mm -hmm. they put God front and center of everything and they declare his word over everything that they do. And if they make a mistake, they admit it, they revise it and they move on. If they learn something now that they didn't know five years ago, then they make sure that they point that out Mm -hmm. and they even submitted revisions and edit. Um, it's proof that, you know, it's, it's learning. Every day is learning. They are never finished learning and growing. I am so stoked that they have two new books supposed to come out this year. Yeah. So one is a book on hormones and the other one is a book on lactation and nursing and pregnancy and how to manage all that stuff. So that one won't be so much for me at this point in my life. Me either. The other one (laughs) is right in our alley because lately I have been um, really feeling like I'm getting closer to that menopausal shift at some point. I know some people are later, some people are earlier. My mama was young when she started the early menopause stuff. Really? Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's like my IUD maybe, but I, I can start to notice certain things that are different that I didn't have before. And I actually listened to a podcast this week. Um, the food code. I like listening to them sometimes too, Liz and Becca. And they were talking about weight loss over 35 and they were pointing out some of the things of like perimenopause. And I'm like, Hmm, interesting. So Mm -hmm. you never stop learning. You never stop growing. It's the same as our relationship with Christ. So this book that we're talking about now, I'm that girl is about what you declare over your life in Christ. And Beth was talking about a certain page that she really liked. And I'm going to read this little quote on the page right before it, because it is, Mm. it is this gift of a new identity, this knowledge of our rightful inheritance that transforms our eating choices, our relationships, our health, every aspect of our lives. Kind of sounds like, the world of COVID at the moment too, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, mm-hmm. it has fully transformed our entire wor- world as we've known it. But through Christ, we're new creatures. Um, and basically what they're meaning there is that just what we've been talking about, we have to do now to make sure that we speak God's truths over our life rather than be held up and caught in the worldly problems that we face. Um, Still recovering from COVID. I was just filling Beth in a little bit. I had to call the doctor again this morning. 
um, my egg allergy caused me to go into the breathlessness stage again. But I'm declaring victory still over that. Like, I am believing God is going to fully heal my body and I will have no residual or what they call these long termers from COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not claiming that. Like, I am <coughs> rebuking it in the name of Jesus. It may take like, me some time, but I feel I'm coming like back. you'll be able to go back to eggs one day. I mean, you've ate eggs your entire <laughs> life and now all of a sudden you can't have them for some reason and it could be your hormones are changing in your body um, and you've developed this allergy and once that season is over you may be able to go back to those um I definitely think you'll come out of that that stage of life for sure I'm gonna sit you right I'm not even hung up on like the the not being able to have the eggs but I feel you one thing I did I'm a researcher we know that I do look up stuff i I like to know any information that I can know. One thing I read this week was that they were finding too, obviously we know at a cellular level, our bodies need protein in order to repair and heal. Mm -hmm. So one thing I read that they were actually, that they were recommending, which is a principle of trim healthy mama anyway, is that you increase your protein for a few months following the infection because most people are under eating protein and not getting enough to level out the repair that's needed. So that's also like I went over with the doctor again, all of the vitamins and supplements and stuff that I'm taking and made sure that what I was doing was still appropriate towards their protocol. And he said, yeah, absolutely. So he said, continue taking all of them. Which, I mean, it's the normals, you guys. I take a multivitamin, and then I take vitamin C, I take quercetin, I take D3, I take zinc, I take turmeric supplements, and um, I feel like there's one more I'm missing. Our vitamin vitamin cabinet is totally different. Yeah, and a B12, and... Yeah, like I'm taking supplements now that I felt like I was getting plenty of from my foods. So now like I'm supplementing and it's new to me and I can't swallow pills. (laughs) So I have resorted to taking a few of the gummy types and I don't really like them either, but I got to do it. Those will have a lot of time vegetable oil and a diff- different types of oils in there that is not good for our bodies and re- not recommended for trim healthy mama and unless you're serene who basically eats all of her meals at home it's hard to get away from those trans fats <laughs> it's, yeah and I know you eat out unless you're eating salad and then you have to worry about how the protein's cooked in your salad if you get a protein yeah right Mm-hmm. I, I know the ones that I have, like the worst ingredient in them is the, that they put that fruit, fruit juice stuff in it. Yeah. To yeah. sweeten them, which right. I mean, it is what it is. It goes back to the talk we had about those forever molecules that never break down and never go away. But, mm-hmm. and like you said, it's almost inevitable unless you're completely eating from what you plant what you grow, what you raise, and never sway from, sway, sway from that. <laughs> Sorry, Oki. 
wants me to pick her up. So we're on a learning process as well, just the same as everybody else. Yeah, and the way that we learn is to do research and read books. And I'm going to tell you, Pearl um, reads a lot of amazing books that I would yes. love to read myself, especially on supplements for older females. She's not that much older than I am. I'm thinking maybe yeah. six years. I think Didn't she just turn 50? Yeah, she's still yeah. pretty young in my opinion. Yeah, so I'll, I'll turn 43 next month. So she's still very young. So we're not that far apart. Yeah. Um, age and I'm I've been noticing things with my body too over the years um that could be consistent with the with the pre-menopausal systems I don't have anyone to compare it to because every female in my life had hysterectomies at a young right. age yeah. and so right. I don't know when my mom would have went through it I don't know when any of my female family members would have went through it so I'm just kind of learning. And you know what? On my, now, that, on my own. now that you said that too, like, I think my mama, my mama had something done. Now I can't remember though either, but that might've been partly why she went in younger Early. too. Well, my mom had yeah. hysterectomy. Um, it was either her late twenties or early thirties. And yeah. I've been faced with those same things, but I chose to have an ablation done yeah. <clears throat> instead mm-hmm. of having the hysterectomy. And it helped a lot, but I feel like I, I'm, I was in the 1% of people when you have an ablation done where, um, you, you, most people stop bleeding forever at that point because they, they burn the ends, yeah. the, the lining of your uterus and it takes it all away. But I guess mine was so severe anyway, um, that I still have mine every month and it's starting to progress longer like more days still it's not very heavy like it was before so I have a couple heavy days but I was in that top percentage where you could look at that kind of in two ways so was mm -hmm. your uterine wall so thick that it would have taken more than one treatment or does your body repair and heal itself where Mm-hmm. it healed through that process and didn't have the after effects. Like it's so crazy. Yeah, That's like, it is. <clears throat> I chose um, my gynecologist and I talked about this for years before I made the decision because I'm, I'm very much try to be a purist at heart. And I, I don't mm-hmm. know the mm-hmm. idea of having it, having implants and things like that is still a little bit on the fence for me. But after several years of discussing it, she's like, listen, I think you need to try an IUD. Just try it. If you do not like it, she's like, it's an in and out visit. We take it out and that's the end of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I was like, I'm going to know in three months whether I'm keeping this thing or not. And I was very skeptical about this because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know um, what my, how my body might react because I've never been able to use contraceptives in the past without having some kind of an issue. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't on birth control for multiple years. You know, we, I didn't have any shots or depo or any of this stuff like that some women go through. So I had the IUD implanted and um, it's been a world of a difference. I mean, mm-hmm. like a world of a difference. Like I am still pretty amazed at how different things have been for me 
but you know, it's like anything else, it comes with some, some side effects and concerns too. And so mm-hmm. it's, you have well, to weigh the risk and the benefit. That cause weight gain. Could, mm-hmm. could that, it could yeah. cause weight gain. Okay. And I mentioned <laughs> that to her, I asked her, um, because she had made a comment at my appointment in October that I had gained, it was like five pounds since I had last saw her. Right. And she's, She's like, well, you know that it partly could be the IUD, but then again, she's like, just don't let it get out of control. And I'm like, I understand that. And I kind of expected some fluctuation. She said that they also tend to make it a little bit harder to lose. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. You know, well, um, learning. learning. <laughs> yeah. Here's a part in the first chapter of the book that I really like that I think that if someone is listening that has been on the wagon and fell off the wagon and trying to get back on the wagon again, um, could really relate to, and that's on page 11, uh, Simba's comeback. So I'm just going to read that little, <laughs> that yes, little uh, <laughs> paragraph now. Remember the Lion King movie, the scene where Simba is lying there broken, defeated, and has lost all hope. And we've all been there. So we can, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes Brittany and they are, are there daily. Um, his father's voice booms around him. You, and this is in all caps, so make sure you listen to this. You have forgotten who you are, and some have forgotten me. Look inside yourself, Simba. You are more than what you have become. I love that. So instead of it being Simba's dad, it's God that we may have forgotten. Yes, and ourselves and that we may have forgotten. And look how- symbolic that is though like if you think about it I wonder if Disney had that intention and just hid that message in there because I can even hear this in the voice and the voice is a deep tone it's very booming it's very theatrical it's strong and that that's God like and but then sometimes God speaks to us in that still small voice but then sometimes he needs to make sure you hear what he is saying Right. So it goes on to say, you know, Simba was the heir to Pride Rock, but he was living like an outcast. So allow us to get a little Mufasa on you. So we're getting a little Mufasa on you if you're not listening or godly on you, because this could also be the words from God. You have forgotten who you truly are. Um, And we have been there. We were there. We were at the prime and height of giving ourselves self-love, self-care and we let the actions of others deter us on what we were doing for ourselves and our bodies at the time. And we should have never have done that. We should have never well, have done that. And this is something else I'm going to point out. You're exactly right there. Right. You're also an exact, exactly right in this next theory too, that you and I have both said, we were successful at what mm-hmm. we needed to do prior to this why in the right. world did we think that we needed to change what we were doing just because <laughs> that's what they were doing like exactly i mean what in the world was that because then then we became unsuccessful and then right. we had problems and then we had waking and then we had mood changes and then we had more stress and pressure and guilt and no like what what the heck we needed the monkey Rafiki to crack us on the head. Have I, you really, I, need to, 
I feel like we need to go back and watch Simba. I mean, yeah. watch um, not is it Simba? Lion the, Lion King. King. the Lion King? The Lion King. Because um, I feel like I might go pull that up on the Disney Channel today and watch it. Yeah. Well, and I feel like too, like once you and I have reached that breaking point, and like I, I sent you, I can remember this. I sent you a message, and I'm like, this is what I'm thinking. Like, this is what I'm feeling, and you're like, um, confirmation from God because me too. And I'm like, I'm like, I feel like we just need to run the other way. And Mm -hmm. that's what we did. We just ran the other way. And it's taking us a while to get there, but we're getting there. And I think we're coming back stronger than what we were initially, because you know, that old time saying like, get back to your roots. Oh yeah. We're getting back to who we are and who God intended for us to be. Mm -hmm. And then so. So if you're listening truly and you're like battling, it. don't follow don't the follow. crowd all the time. We're not cookie cutters. No, We're not cookie scary. cutters. No, what we, what we... works for Beth doesn't always work for me. And what mm-hmm. works for me doesn't always work for her. So it's not going to well, work for you to find you somebody know on so Instagram. That you say that. You remember the podcast you took a picture of while you were driving the Trim Healthy Mama podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was episode like 152. <laughs> well, I listened to that and they were talking about c- drinking the coffee. Like, don't yeah. stop drinking the coffee and give it up for one month if you're just going to go right back and do it anyway. If the coffee works for you, drink the coffee. And I thought, I bet Brittany is going to forever drink the coffee now <laughs> and stop having those moments where you give it up. <laughs> D- don't follow the crowd. Don't be the one who is doing the keto and then because everyone else is doing it because that might not work for you. It's, don't be the sustainable. Yeah. It's yes, not sustainable. Exactly. It is mm-hmm. perfect if you want your body to transform in a short amount of time, like right. for an event. And why do that too, like, by the way? I do, I was just speaking to someone this week who lost a, <laughs> a good amount of weight for um, her son's wedding. And three months later, she put it all back on because she didn't have that purpose. Yeah, that, yeah, um, right. There was no end game. Like, and right. you can't be that person. Right. Yes want to feel that way and look that way all the time if that what if it's what makes you happy we're not saying out I'm not saying to anyone if you are overweight and you are happy with your body and your health is good be that way that's your choice that's your choice but if it's impacting your health it's impacting your ability to do what you would like to do and your emotion your emotion if you feel uncomfortable in your own skin i'm pointing my fingers at myself right now same same it's not our happy place it doesn't put us in that headspace where we want to be and you people may be thinking well you're basing it off of your looks no that's not the truth Mm -mm, the truth mm -mm. of the matter is our lab values are changed Mm -hmm. our performance has changed our sleep has changed our mood has changed and my self-confidence has tanked right oh definitely mine has too and I've went back in the past couple weeks and this is no lie to (laughs) sleeping medication because I can't I'm back to where I was at. I can't sleep anymore. (laughs) And I know I've had a lot of stress here recently. And which is probably why I slept so late this morning, to be honest with you. I can't believe Piper didn't even wake up at seven o'clock like we normally do. But 
Um, Here's a fun fact that podcast I just mentioned, you should give it a listen if you get the opportunity mm-hmm. because right. they were talking about your hormonal changes and how uh-huh. each like one, one month could be really good. And then the next month can tank. And it's usually yeah. because your <clears throat> hormones are fluctuating so much, either you're not eating enough or you're not eating consistently or you're not like, basically they were saying you can't yo-yo, you can't binge and then be consistent for three weeks and then binge and then be consistent. They're like, that causes your your body. Yeah. 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 So she was saying like some signs of the hormonal imbalances are insomnia, decreased production in your workouts, trouble with, um, your, your mental clarity, trouble with memory, um, just different things like that. And like some women have acne breakouts or they get rashes or, you know, mm-hmm. something to that matter. Um, but I thought, well, that's a good point. Like, because you think about it, your estrogen tanks when you go through menopause <clears throat> and mm-hmm. most women see an increase in testosterone. And when that happens, that's going to lead to a different gamut of symptoms because women are not testosterone driven. Um, we're estrogen and progesterone, which is basically mm-hmm. the you know female version, but it does impact you. But just as you were saying there, like we need to decide like who we are in Christ and we have to, to hold on to those things and be better versions of ourselves every day, but don't expect yeah. to watch some influencer. And I love from healthy mama. I love the ladies that do it, but even in there, you will see proof in the pudding that it's mm-hmm. not the same results for everybody. Like right. some women do it and can do it without tracking or being mindful of how many calories there's eating. And then other women still have to have that external number that says, mm-hmm. no, you've eaten enough. You need to just stop. That's because, you and I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we're not cookie cutter. We are right. not one size fits all. Right. So, yeah. But I think too, like, just like you were talking about the lady who lost all the weight and then gained it right back. Mm-hmm. If you don't set goals for yourself, you're, you're going to give up on it because you're going to mm-hmm. think, well, I'm, I'm okay where I'm at. No big deal. But think about your health. Think about right. what you're jeopardizing when you do that. Like it's so hard on our bodies to gain and lose, gain and lose, gain and lose. I, mm-hmm. and you're, I think about not only just your, our organs. I mean, all of our organs, that's your system, your whole yeah. adrenal. Yeah, I mean, it's so bad for us, and we've done it ourselves to our own if you've bodies. Ever, if you've ever dove into any type of um, following or watching or listening or seeing some of these bodybuilders and people mm-hmm. that compete, like, in competition, so, like, think bikini competition, think... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, we've talked about this before. They'll they'll restrict their diet so much before those... And my but son they don't even said this that. last week. My son said last week, I need to lose 10 pounds. He was racing yesterday, and he has to be a certain weight. Yeah. He said, I have to lose 10 pounds this week. And I look at him. I don't say anything because my kids don't listen to me when I talk to them about um, health stuff. I've done, yeah, they can just watch and be done with it. Now, the little girls, my little granddaughters, they'll 
they'll be right there with me and work out with me. Lizzie has her own set of weights, but, and he was telling his wife, he was like, I can just quit drinking Mountain Dews for a week and I'll lose the 10 yeah. pounds that I need to oh, lose yeah. to, to, to meet weight. And then he's going to meet the weight restrict. He met the weight right restriction back. that he needed and he's going to start drinking the Mountain Dews again. Yeah. But that's how my husband is too. Like my oh, husband yeah. could do 25 sit-ups a day and 25 push-ups a day and drop weight like ridiculously if he wanted yeah. to. I'm like, so Will. Will, no, same not And he has yeah. the worst diet and he has the worst diet in the world. And he does that. Him and Ethan are the same. They're the we same. Have, <laughs> yeah, we have turkey season coming up. So he's going to make sure the plug for my treadmill is fixed by the end. Because he's going to yeah. want to get on the treadmill because he has to build up his endurance for walking yeah. during turkey season out in the woods. I bet you yeah. he'll fix the plug then. He thought oh, he I'm fixed sure. it. He thought he fixed it for me a week or so ago. And I was at the 30 minute mark and I was getting it and it just completely shut off. <laughs> so it's the switch that's messed up in the light, the light switch, not in the wall. Not the tread, yeah. yeah, in the wall, not the treadmill. He said, I switched the switches out. So it should work. Our bathroom is the same way. Like you'll cut the light on and it won't come on and you have to sit there and I'll say, you better stay on light and it'll stay on. <laughs> it is the strangest thing. Our house is just not wired right. I don't know what it is, but, um, our kitchen did that one time too. And he had to buy a new switch. The switches are just getting old and they need to be replaced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but so just don't be that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to recap, don't be that person. Please yeah, don't wear that person. We've been that but person too. I'm I'm admitting guilty right here. Like I'm calling out myself at this very moment on guilty mm-hmm. because don't be that way in Christ either. Like I've heard oh, my yes. mom, my mama so many times say, don't only praise or look for God when you're going through the storm, because that, you know, anybody can cry out to Jesus when they're faced with something that is traumatizing or calm mm-hmm. against them. <clears throat> it's those that rely on him all the time that are true mm-hmm. Christians. I and totally agree with that. And I'm very guilty of that myself. I'm calling myself out right now uh-huh. because think about how many COVID, people I was <clears throat> reading my, reading the word. I was praying constantly and now that I've started to feel better, I've let that slip. And, and mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm, that God mm-hmm. is, is yelling at me right now, you mm-hmm. know, in a, in a loving way. Mm-hmm. And I am, I know myself, like, that's why I said, I'm calling myself out right now. I'm, I'm saying I am guilty of this too, y'all. Like I, I'm mm-hmm. human. Me too. And it, me too. It's easy to get sidetracked or scroll Facebook or Instagram or lately for me it's been remodels on RVs and tiny house living and this kind of stuff (laughs) (laughs) instead of reading the word I mean we Mm -hmm. do in my household we read the word every day I mean I I did it this week I I let the stress of my week get in the way of me reading I'm that girl this week I was upset and depressed and wasn't eating and lost weight which is probably why was the scale was up two pounds this morning to be honest because I'm finally feeling more like myself yeah and um I do it daily I mean it's a daily struggle with how much you need to commit to the Lord and to yourself and to your family I mean us as women and mothers feel like we're pulled a thousand different ways 
And <laughs> this week I was pulled into 10,000 different directions. Well, and, and not only that, but I think in your defense that you had too many hats to wear this week and those hats yeah. were overlapping mm-hmm. and you were getting guilt in some aspects from certain parties involved and then ended up feeling like your commitment as a mama Mm -hmm. (laughs) it takes a priority and not only that then there were circumstances that were completely out of your control yeah and I I think that whenever a life throws that many curveballs at us it knocks us to our rear end and when that happens you don't have any other choice but to just go through the motions just making sure that basic need is met because nothing else is going to happen because one you're going to be irritable two you're not going to sleep three you're barely making it through the day as it is do the basics and make sure you take a shower and um go to work and there was one day I called my sweet friend Beth out because she hadn't been working out and didn't Mm -hmm. feel like working out and I'm like nope 10 minutes push play go and she did and she felt better and sometimes that's Mm -hmm. what it takes is to have someone else to lean on when you're going through those storms because we all go through them I mean there's a time to rest your body and recover, like in my instance, and Beth dealt with it too, when you're healing mm-hmm. from a sickness, but then too, you got to rise over it. You can't yeah. keep playing can't the sympathy card. You. you can't keep playing the sympathy card or that's where you're going to be stuck. And it goes right. back to what we've talked about. Speak life into your water. And that's kind of what Beth wanted to talk about in this page on this book. And mm-hmm. I'm going to read part of it. And then we'll talk about it too. It says, think about, you know, your expert declare, become the person who says things that are going to lift you up instead of put you down all the time. And they go on to say, um, the difference in now you are finally going to get the things you are already thinking and say, and saying on track, because by this stage, you're a full on expert at proclaiming, proclaiming things over your life. You can hear a two year old, announce things like and I'm just going to read the words they did it as a two-year-old would say it but I'm going to read it it says I a princess I beautiful I is what pew pewish and pewish and I I love love everybody everybody. (laughs) love everybody have you have you also heard I'm mad and I don't like you. I don't want to share. I just like mm-hmm. ice cream. I hate vegetables. Mm-hmm. We all have had those things come from our lips where it's either mm-hmm. positive or negative. And then they go on to talk about what typically comes from our mouth. I'm yes. stressed. I'm a stress eater. I just can't forgive him. Feeling down today. My marriage is barely hanging on. I hate my thighs. I have a terrible relationship with food. My anxiety is so bad right now. Feels like God has abandoned me. I never got over that. Scarred me for life. I'm addicted to sugar. I have Hajimoto's, PCOS, and six different food sensitivities. I just can't win. I'm no good at meal prepping. If it's not one thing with me, it's another. No matter what I do, I can't lose this weight. I hate drinking water. I've never been able to quit soda. 
I suffer from migraines. My metabolism is broken. Don't mind me. I'm PMSing. I can't resist junk food. I keep getting sick. Do y'all get the point? Like everything Mm -hmm. is negative. Negative, negative, negative. I've said just about every one of these things. Yeah, me too. And we've even done it recently. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just, we, we fall victim. I just can't seem to get myself back on track. I can't shake this cold. Yeah. 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 I mean, all of these things, um, stress is killing me. My body hates me. I'm a mess. My husband is driving me crazy. I say that a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and I'm sure I'll That's the nature of the beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm coming down with something. Look what they say on the next page. The confessing of failings is beautiful. It is even Mm -hmm. scriptural, but only if it points to or seeks a rescue. And there's Mm -hmm. only one person who can rescue us. Yes, only one. (laughs) Only one. We are all walking and talking billboards for the world around us to see, advertising who we are and what we are here for just by what we say and do. And then it goes on to say only truth is will and we real and we only get that by looking at the word, which is scripture, what it says about us. So if we're speaking these negative thoughts and negative um, affirmations, if you will, we're always going to be in that negative headspace and negative moments to where we can't get out of it. The cycle is just going to continue and continue to repeat itself. But if we're relying on God and our friends to get us through and we're reaching out to that person, like I did, Brittany, I just have no motivation this week. I can't do it. And she's like, girl, get on it. And um, because that's thinking, not us, that's not who we are right, now. Right, right, exactly. But we still want to refer back to those old ways because that's what we know. Yeah. That's, so I'm going to take this mm-hmm. to the next chapter and there's something okay. I'm going to read because this hits that right on the head of the nail. Here's okay. the route you're old or what you thought of as your natural, your natural self. Perhaps that girl naturally lacking in self-control, naturally fearful, naturally anxious, she's not your true identity. Maybe you've spent your whole life thinking you were that person or that girl or the person following through with a problem or you're just born that way. It's not accurate. It's not scripture. According to the Bible, what is accurate is that we can walk in the rightful identity of patience rather than trying to fix it. Walk in forgiveness rather than trying to fix bitterness. Walk in kindness rather than trying to fix anger. If you want it in a nutshell, you get an girl. You're a new creature. You're a new creation. At first, these new shoes, they're a bit wobbly, but you're going to learn to get comfortable in them. Wonderful. I mean, how true is it? Like, if we're constantly self-sabotaging ourselves mm-hmm. and we're constantly, you know, I, I like the, the, the little, I guess it was kind of like a parable story in the Bible where Jesus talks about the wine, the wine skins, right? So mm-hmm. you can't put the old wine skins on or they burst. So if we're right. trying to constantly putting on our old selves, it always fails. 
because that's not who God has created us to be. We yeah. need to quit putting on the old selves. Like I, I am not a sugar addict anymore. And I can this openly confess that because I'm not like, I don't have that problem now. And I'm thankful that God revealed to me that that was not who I am. I don't have to have that. I don't need that. I'm not a coffee addict anymore because I don't even have to have it every single day. Right. I am not a slave to working out. I am actually craving it. I hate that I can't mentally, my body says, mentally, my mind says, go do it, get it done. But my body says, whoa, back up, reverse. We're not ready <laughs> for that yet. I'm completely different. So why, why isn't my thinking lining up with the differences that God has shown me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why is that? I was just thinking the same thing. We know all these things, but yet we still always revert back. Is that the enemy creeping in? Is he the one that is causing ourselves to self-sabotage? And we can self-sabotage ourselves in more ways than eating. It's the thinking that's worse than the eating. Always remember that. It's the thinking. It's what's in your head. That's actually that anyway, because you talk to someone who binge eats. I used to be that girl. I used Mm -hmm. to be that girl. Beth and I have talked about this. I don't have that problem now because you get in that headspace and you think to yourself, well, I can't have that. That's a bad food. I can't have that. And what's that do? That makes you want to have it more because it's something you're you're basically denying yourself. Well, that's where like when someone is diagnosed with diabetes, the automatic first thing you want to do is to have something sweet. Yeah. Like you can't have it. You And someone's told you, you can't have it. And you're going to crave it until you it's satisfy your yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the, and I hear it all the time. I heard it. We were out to eat um, last week. We went to go eat sushi. Um, and that was kind of like our Valentine's Day dinner. And there was a, three people sitting at the table beside us. And the lady, um, I, I totally was like, she had on some some Halloween leggings and a heart sweater. I mean, like she was killing life. I loved her for that, you know. But, but I heard her say, well, I'm not going to worry about this. She got a piece of fried cheesecake. I've never even heard of fried cheesecake before. I heard her say this is probably going to set me back. I'm not going to step on the scale for two days. Evidently she was in part of her journey, but hasn't fully submitted herself in her mind to making better choices all the time. She was justifying, justifying being out and it being Valentine's day for her to have. And she ate good. I mean, I don't think sushi is really that bad for you, except for the white rice, because you're well, getting here's the thing. I was going to point out too, like, I'm that girl, like I was yeah. that girl was, was. But yeah. now, if I have a piece of cake at a birthday party, I'm not going to beat myself up over it where I would have before. And, whether and it's you probably wouldn't or eat the same size portion that you would have before. You probably wouldn't no, ate the whole entire thing. You would just have enough to satisfy the situation that you're in or the craving that you're having. Like I told you the other day, like 
we went out to dinner for Valentine's Day and I track my macros. I have to. I have to have some mm -hmm. kind of an external number that says you've eaten enough because of the years of how my eating was so poor. I still need to work on my hunger cues and my body and listening to all of those things. So right. I had already, I'd already met all of my calorie needs for that day when Nathan decided we were going out to dinner. Yeah. My husband wants to take me out to dinner. I'm not going to tell him, no, I'm not going just because right. I was already at my calorie goal for that day. I am well, also, look, I'm glad you, you said that because our life and our spouse's life, and we just said, this is totally different. They eat differently. They do differently. They're men. They do their own thing. But you never turn down that time yeah. with them that, that they took out for you yeah. because of exactly what you're saying, because of you that already met your calorie goal. Well, Perfect. I love that you did that. But then I love here's that you did the that. other, here's the other part of it. The old me, the old me would have would deducted have the the amount of food, no, no, not even that, would have deducted the amount of food that I had overate that night and taken that workout. out of the next days. No, I would have taken oh, it out of the next I days see. allowed food. So basically I was punishing myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't do that either. You can't, like, you can't do that. Like I've told Beth lately, when we make a slip up, when we choose, we're still making a choice to have that or to partake in whatever it might be. When mm -hmm. we make that choice, we just have to wipe the slate clean and move on. It does not. And, and it's us. not. It and let, let us let us say this. It only controls that moment, I guess you could say, or it, it's not even in control of that moment because you're still in control for the decisions that you make, but you don't have to let it ruin the entire day. Three I hours mean, later, like, don't, you're back don't on be track. That, don't be that girl that breaks yeah. her husband or boyfriend's heart and doesn't mm -hmm. want to go out to a restaurant because you don't want to eat. So go choose to eat right. something that's light, choose to eat something that's, you know, whatever. I mean, I, it took me a long time to get there. But then I'm yeah. going to, I think this will be a good place to end with this one for today. <laughs> right. On page 23, on page 23 in the book, it says this, you're that girl with a woe is me and my sin attitude toward renew your mindset. And you're that girl who acknowledges her sin, repents, then basks in the righteousness of Christ. Not looking back into the old, ugly pen, sin pit you used to wallow in, but thanking him for how much he has changed you. Right? Amen. Right. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Thank God that he continues to reveal these things to us and switch your mindset. And you're that girl who gives herself so much grace. It's almost ridiculous. All the while walking into your transformation. Mm -hmm. Amen. Be aware, friends, of what your mind is doing to you because it is really yeah. the biggest. It's not your food. You make a choice every day, and we do that with our minds. Um, it's, yeah. it's not. You can't blame. You can't. No one can tell me that your mind is not your biggest self-sabotager because it is. Your emotions. So your I'll mind, be honest with you. The last few days I have been struggling with, and I even threw this out there in some of our groups, just curiosity. 
like we know scientifically they tell us to eat every three hours right sometimes right. I'm not hungry sometimes right. I'm just eating because that's when it says I'm supposed to eat but uh-huh. then in the evenings I've been like wanting to be a free for all like my I have extra hunger cruise cues I get snacky and I'm like and that's when what most is the people deal? get that way most people get that yeah way so night. this is my this is my solution that I'm gonna try I'm not going back to my fasting because part of me feels like that was a vicious cycle um the old me like because that was mm-hmm. feeding some of the restriction type attitude I agree so this morning at my where I would normally have my big breakfast at seven I had half a banana and I had protein coffee. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was fine until 10 o'clock. So at 10 o'clock at 10 30 hours. I, yeah. At 10 30, I had my oatmeal, but I cut the amount I usually eat in half. So I had still a fourth of a cup of oatmeal, which ends up being a cup cooked. Right. And a cup of blueberries and the creamy dreamy. And I am fine still now. And that was at 1030. So I know that I ate enough protein at that meal. I will be fine until my next meal. Mm -hmm. So that's going to give me more calorie balance later on in the day, Mm -hmm. rather than only leaving me with like a snack for dinner because I've eaten my calories during the day that I, I wasn't even hungry for. Right. So I'm, I'm anxious to see how that plays out because I think that's going to play to my benefit because I'm not going to feel oh, like. I think you're right, my friend. I definitely and, do. And I'm still eating at the same allotted times. I'm just mm-hmm. changing the balance. Yeah, I think that was a great choice you made. But Speaking we can't of be snacks, have you been yeah. seeing that pudding that's been floating around? It's have you found a recipe for that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen the recipe for it yet. I when I put saying. that, um, when I put that out in one of the Trim Healthy Mama Overcomer group about mm-hmm. what was going on with me, like, and I was asking, do they eat every three hours, even if they're not hungry, or you know, what's their recommendation? And they said to do glucy pudding after dinner, no matter what. That that really curbs that evening snack. um that's because the the glucomannan makes it makes you feel it's really full if it, it's a yeah um I kind of disagree with this suggestion I'm going to tell you and see what your opinion is okay. some of the ladies will actually drink a eight ounce glass of water with two teaspoons of glucy in it prior to their meal to make them eat less I think that's I almost borderline an eating disorder yeah, I don't agree with that at all because they're trying to manipulate their body into thinking uh-huh. that it's full um, so they will eat less to lose weight quicker. I, I don't agree with that. I still think our body needs I'm glad nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Yeah. I'm yeah, on I, the same page with you. I just, ten, I just chose, I made a decision to not respond to that comment because I was like, you see that in diet culture and trim healthy mama's right. podcast this week was about, was about the diet culture. Right. So you right, see that, right. Oh, you have to drink eight ounces of water before every meal, because that'll help you be fuller, quicker. And 
I still don't agree with that either. Like, we need vital nutrients and minerals. Okay, if you do that, you're only going to be hungry before your three-hour window is up. Because yeah. it's not going then, to sustain you for enough time. Their solution to that is to, to drink a trimmy. It I'm looks like to it. me. I'm it looks like to me the one, one of the people had shared what they would have typically. And it yeah. seems like to me that they were consuming more of their daily nutrition from drinks rather than actual solid foods. I and don't that's agree with easy. that. That's easy to do with Trim Healthy Mama because they have so many fabulous drinks that are healing to your body and are sippers. But I can't drink a sipper because I won't drink enough water if I'm yeah. drinking, trying to drink a sipper all day. And I think that was another reason that I gained a couple of pounds because I wasn't drinking enough water. I'm not swollen. I did not. I didn't drink enough water Yay! yesterday. I, I don't have any excess fluid on me right now, but in my legs where I normally get it at, but I've had a little bit of gait, weight gain. And I think it's because I didn't drink enough water and I drank too much coffee yesterday. <laughs> well, look at me. Coffee. When I lost, when I lost weight with COVID, I was not mm-hmm. working out. I, I couldn't work out. I laid around, but I still ate the same amount that I'm eating right now. Um, but I was with 152 <laughs> right with now that, I'm back up to 157 with that though um with not working out you were also depleting your muscle mass and yeah. um just making your body was just weak and that's what happens with people that go on these ventilators from COVID they lose a ton of weight they have to learn how to rewalk if they get off the yeah. ventilators because they've yeah depleted all the proteins and their yep. muscles and their muscles aren't strong anymore to well to and carry people them. don't realize like when you're not eating enough your body cannibalizes your muscle it's not right. going to cannibalize your fat because fat is your number one resource for energy right. to your body so right. it's going to take all of that energy you're getting from what little calorie sources you're giving it and use that for your brain and your organs uh-huh. and it says screw your muscles because you can do without them right yeah you're exactly right you're exactly right so prayer requests obviously keep Um, your family in prayer my family needs a ton of prayer um hunter (laughs) my family too (laughs) hunter's surgery was canceled last week so we're set up to go this tuesday not sure of the time yet they'll call me monday and let me know when um he's got some other issues going on um so just pray for us Monday. We have an appointment Monday too with him. And my husband aunt reached out for me, reached out to me this week. And um, she has found a lump and is concerned. And she, yeah, she's um, concerned that she's a little overweight. She's never, she's at a higher weight than she's ever been before. And she, admitted I need to quit sugar to me and how do I do that and that's like one of the hardest drugs I'm gonna say to quit in your life because it's food and and the first um, thing you have to do is stop eating it you have to right yeah so she has an appointment Monday um also and I just pray I mean my mother-in-law went through the same thing and I was telling her some of the things that she needed to change in her diet and it's hard to hear sometimes 
especially when you're um, facing a scary situation of a lump and a biopsy and the results and and uh, but going forward if we all did the things that sorry um, ate the way that we should to help deter cancers in our body it would we wouldn't have to go through what she's going through now so don't wait until I mean you know that don't wait y'all that's our logo don't wait (laughs) don't wait the best time to start is yesterday is now (laughs) yeah right um just just don't wait until you're faced with uh, um having to have a a biopsy yeah don't wait you can't wait you gotta always be living it and walking it the one thing that burns me I think the most is that People think that they can make that same decision to wait on salvation. Well, I have plenty of time. I'll just do it when I'm ready to die. Y'all, we we ain't guaranteed tomorrow. My brother was 18 years old when he was pulled from this world. You know, like you have no idea. You can't, you can't bank money. You can't bank on money that you can't cash. So don't wait. Like I said, don't wait. I have um, just continue to pray for me and my healing and our family. Um, our church family still has some members that have COVID and, um, dealing with some of the aftermath and recovery. Um, a friend reached out to me yesterday about one of her friends who is going through a lot of was in an abusive relationship. She got herself out of it, but now, um, she feels like the enemy is coming after her because she's got all kinds of health problems popping up now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it has to do with the depression and the anxiety right. and the stress. But, you know, yeah, anybody in that situation needs prayer. I don't know if anybody follows me on Facebook, but I shared a couple of things this week that are just traumatizing and heartbreaking. A 12 year old in Utah took his life. Um, there was I can barely also, even read that. I can barely even read it. It's so sad. I just can't even. There was also an eight year old in the same state. They and they took their life because of bullying. Y'all like I love that statement that people put out there on social media of kids bully because adults bully, but nobody wants mm-hmm. to talk about that. Y'all mm-hmm. no, that's crap. If you're gonna call uh, kids out on yeah. bullying. I've seen that where a lot of people were doing that because of fifty cent on the um, halftime show that he had gained so much weight and um and in fact I even said it, but I didn't I was like, Man, he's thrown some weight, you know. But we all do. Well, that. the we comment was I made. I didn't recognize him. I didn't know I who didn't, he was. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, but we're guilty of that too. I mean, I don't think I, I. I mean, I can say I don't think I said anything demeaning or derogatory. I definitely didn't put it out in the world. Um, well, you know, and I, I like, think what it, what makes weight. it a bigger issue, and I think what makes it a bigger issue is. People forget that just because they're celebrities, they're yeah, human. We don't know what they're, they know what they're going through. Yeah. And it's no one else's business but theirs. And pray for them. Like, if you have an ill thought about someone, instead of having their voicing that opinion, pray for them. I mean, right. I had a friend who's, I mean, he's overweight and he knows that. And he, he made the comment that if y'all are talking about him that way, I'm, I'd hate to hear what you've said about me behind my back. Oh, how and, sad. And it's true, but it's true. It is true. That is true. Yeah, and that is true. I've been there. I, well, I just said there. it. I just said it myself. I didn't put it out in the world for anybody to know that I thought that, but I did have that thought. Yeah. Man, he's going yeah, to wait. But, 
but I've thought that about myself and I oh, know definitely. that other people had thought that about me. Right. But and that makes it even harder in your journey when you took some weight off and got fit and then you put it back on. You don't want to put pictures of yourself up because you know that someone's going to say, what did she do? I can't believe she put that weight back on. And, and yeah. even if it may not be a lot, a lot of people can't even tell. They'll say to me, I can't tell you put on any weight or you can't see five pounds. When someone gains five pounds, I've had, this has been told to me a lot. You can't see five pounds, but that's because you see me every day. But you can, can. but the people who see you every day can't see that five pounds because they didn't know when it came, it gradually came back. It gradually comes on, right? Right. Yeah. They can't see that. But when you go and you haven't seen someone in a while, you haven't posted a picture of yourself in a while, just like 50 cents. And you hadn't seen him in a while, and yeah. then you see them, you you make the comment, wow, they put on some weight. But it goes the other way, too. Like, y'all, mm-hmm. I've been the oh, product yeah. of shaming, too. When I lost weight, people were like, what's wrong with you? You're you got skinny. cancer? Yeah. Or are you on drugs? Or... And I'm like, stop. really? Really? Y'all? Yeah. Just mind your business. If you don't have You're anything nice thin. to say, don't say anything nice at all. You know? Oh, my like, gosh. You know, I've said this before. I have family members, and they still do it to this day, and I love them, and I know they're not doing it intentionally or to be mean or this is the skinny family member. She's the skinny one. And, and I, that hurts me to know that. I I mean, that those comments do hurt me no matter what. I just laugh it off and and go on about my business. I've been guilty of it too, but I think that honestly, someone's there's two things I don't think anyone else needs to concern themselves with is someone's relationship and someone's weight because unless you're the one person that is involved in that situation just stay out of it like it's just one of those things but yeah so I think we just need to keep body in prayer as a general I learned a long time ago with my previous marriage that you can sit back and say, if this person done that to me, I would leave them immediately. Yeah, like if yeah. they cheated, I would leave immediately. And no. that's not true. Unless you right. live that life, you can't say that. And I have a friend who, um, long time ago, they're, they're still married and I love them both dearly and they still struggle like we all struggle daily. Um, I was the only person that never gave her an opinion about what she needed to do with the spouse, because even though my situation was different than hers, um, I had never lived through that, that I knew of at the time. And I couldn't give an opinion on what to do except to pray. Yeah. Right. Because that's the only opinion that you should give. Well, and let's be honest, we all face things day to day. I don't care if your marriage is textbook, you still have issues. Like we're not cookie cutter human beings. We're not going to agree or see eye to eye on everything. So, all right. right. Whose turn to pray? I think it's yours, my sweet friend. I have prayer pockets this week. Yeah. And you did your dolly prayer last week. Yeah. Speaking of Dolly, all the Pigeon Forge had another fire, fire this week. Yeah, we had we actually had to look it up because it's really we have a cabin rented next month and um it's really yeah. close to that cabin. So we were a little scared. 
that yeah. he's going to get it. But I think they got it out in time and it is safe um, without losing or damaging a lot of homes. Which is good for that. So, right. all right, friends, bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we're just so thankful. God, we're thankful for your blessings. Lord, we're thankful for your word. And God, we're thankful that we're able to still live in a country that is free. God, we have freedoms that no other countries seem to have. God, we're thankful that we can worship you openly. Lord God, that we're able to have churches together in your name. We're able to share your word. God, for anybody that's willing to listen. God, we're thankful that you've blessed us with this platform and the ability to share just our experiences and your love, Lord. And God, your mercy and your grace, because we're forever grateful. Lord God, we know that when Jesus died on the cross, that he paid that ultimate price, Lord. And he did that knowing that it was going to be a sacrifice. And God, we're thankful for that. God, we're thankful that you saw in us something that we don't see in ourselves. And God, that's grace. And we're thankful that you lift us up when we're down. We're thankful that you put people in our path to help us along. We pray for those that are continuing to battle with their health, Lord God. God, we think about Beth's family members, Lord, as, you know, appointments are coming up and biopsies and just different things. God, you're bigger than all of these situations. Lord God, whether there be financial or whether it be spiritual or physical or mental or emotional, Lord, and God, we know that evil never wins. And we're thankful that as believers in Christ, that you're there to help protect us and intervene on our behalf. God, we pray that you'll just work out those circumstances and those situations for your glory. God, we're thankful for the blessings that you have given us. And God, I'm thankful that you continue to heal my body. God, I'm thankful that I'm going to be a new creature in Christ and that COVID will be gone from my body and there will be no residual effects left over from it, Lord God. And we continue to believe that. God, I wholeheartedly believe that when Jesus Christ died on that cross, he died for COVID in our nation. God, I believe that you knew that it was coming before we did. God, we know that you're the God of all things and all, all things have to submit to you. And God, we just rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray that you will just continue to bless those that are dealing with other things in their life, Lord God, whether it be domestic or emotional. God, we know that our youth is taking a hit. God, social, emotional beings that we are, we thrive and we oftentimes look to other people for comfort and support. But Lord God, we know that sometimes social media causes a great strain in our lives, Lord God. Sometimes it goes unseen or undetected. And Lord, we know that having that right at our fingertips from a young age is put a strain on our youth. God, we mm -hmm. pray that you'll just continue to open up parents' eyes. God, I pray that whether they feel they're invading privacy or not, they do their part to protect the young minds, Lord God, because cyberbullying is a thing, God, just the same as bullying inside of the homes or schools is the thing, Lord. Sometimes it's worse because it goes undetected. Lord, we pray that you will just quicken their hearts, that they'll check into their social media accounts. They'll check in on their friends and, and know who their child is being exposed to and what they're dealing with. Lord, we can't help them out if they suffer in silence. God, we pray for those families that have lost their sweet children because of this. Or God, that they've, they've felt so alone and so cut off from their families that they feel there's no other way out but to take their own lives. Or God, that, that is awful. And it breaks our heart to hear. God, we know that your word says that children were created in your image and that the only way to you is to have a heart of a child. God, we pray that you will just continue to help us to reach those children and touch them and be with them, Lord God, and remind them that through you, they're never alone. 
God, we're thankful for all that you've done for us and what you continue to do for us. We just ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Sam. What a wonderful prayer this morning. Maybe afternoon by now, I'm not sure. (laughs) It is. Happy Sunday, you all. We hope that you have an amazing day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And don't forget to uh, thank God today. Yes, definitely. Today and every day. Yes, amen. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.